Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, everybody, this is Sandra Beck, and Robin Boyd has the day off today, and we're going to be talking about the new year and how to plan for the new year, because planning for me has been a nightmare because I've been doing the same thing for like 20 years, and then this year, because of all the different restrictions, I am not able to do a lot of the things I used to do, the travel, the the work, and so I actually went back and bought some paper plans. Planners and I bought a journal, all these different things that I haven't done, you know, probably for 20 years. And uh, I brought coach Frankie Picasso from Toronto on who's kind of my friend and my guru and my go to person. She's my phone a friend for anything life related. Uh, Frankie, welcome to today's show. Thank you, Sandra. Thanks. Hi, everybody. It's good to be here. Well, you know, so you want to plan the new year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's different this year. Everything is different. You know, kids are home in my house all the time. Mm-hmm. My dad is here all the time. I'm here all the time. And all of the digital devices that I was using to plan in the past, they're overkill. You know, like I don't need this big, you know, cause I'm not on the go. I'm not grabbing and going. I'm not going yeah. to volleyball and going to soccer and going to work and going to here and going there. Yeah. So I can leave my day planner on my desk. I leave my journal on my desk. It doesn't move. Cause I walk to my desk. My desk doesn't go with me. So that was a big mind shift for me. You know, it's interesting. So many people this year, um, we hear a lot about the word reflection because of all those restrictions that you mentioned, people are becoming more, you know, inner reflective and learning more things about themselves and taking the time to start to feel things that they were just too busy to feel and in life, just, you know, push, 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 run, run, run. And, you know, for me, I still use a digital because it's very handy for me. Um, I'm a Gemini. We like digital things, but technology. Um, but yeah, that hand, that hand to paper and heart to paper, that really works well. It does. Well, and I find myself remembering things better. You know, if I just throw it in mm-hmm. my phone or sometimes, you know, like this morning I had had some things with, with um, my agency in New York for the radio and they had sent me all this stuff on the 11th, you know, for the, for the new year's live reads and all that stuff for my radio shows. And I'm like, I can't find anything. I can't find anything. And I, I had written it down and I'm like, all I could remember was December 11th. Like I could see it in my head because I wrote it down. Right. Then I went back, you know, I have like, I have like 1100 emails or something like that from December. So I go to December 11th and I start searching, you know, through for her name and the date. And sure enough, there it was, but I didn't remember it because of the digital stuff. I remember right. it I actually wrote it down. I saw it and I printed it. I just heard something. Was it sound like a cat? But you don't have a cat. No, that's my chair. <laughs> I need to get a new office chair. My chair is ridiculous. It goes. Is this here? Ready? <laughs> is that it? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> my chair. <laughs> yes, it's another on my to-do list. Of, of I mean, everybody. I'm going to say everybody in in the big global sense, everybody, but probably not everybody, but everybody, you know, looks at the new year at New Year's and say, okay, we're going to have these resolutions. We're going to everybody's going to lose weight, everybody. 
everybody, you know, is going to uh, be kinder or start exercising and, and, you know, doing things to better themselves and maybe hopefully better others. Um, and those things last about mm, two, three weeks <laughs> at most. <laughs> resolutions they, they don't work they don't work and they especially don't work when you put them off until a certain day and I think that's because it's really fear that drives it that you don't really want to do it and that's why you keep putting it off and putting it off and okay I'll do it on that day I'll do it on that day um like weight loss you know we've talked about weight loss through the years and yeah. and like people go oh I'll, you know I'll do it on January 1st and they go do it today do it tomorrow Oh, no, I'll, I'll wait. Why are you going to wait? If you want to lose weight, why are you going to wait three weeks or two weeks? Why don't you start now? Because of the fear of what they have to give up. Yeah, there's a fear base there. Oh, I'll have to give this up. And I don't want to give it up because I know I want to go here and eat something. Or I want to go there and eat something. So the, 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 that comfort driven behavior um, of eating is, is stopping the desire, you know, the other desires. So you have to figure out what do you want more? And how can you comfort yourself without food? That's a really hard one. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, it works, you know, like during the holidays, I, I wasn't able to get together with my boyfriend. I wasn't able to get together with my family, like, you know, and I did have my kids and my dad here, but I, it wasn't like everyone else's. It wasn't the usual, um, you know, Toys for Tots benefit and, yeah. and different charity things I go to. And then all the dinner parties, like it's a big social season for me. And so I ate seven pounds worth, you know, like literally I normally I lose weight during the holidays because I'm running and I have to fit into dresses and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to be stuffed into my pantyhose. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I totally <laughs> was the opposite. And Every time I got sad or lonely, I mean, I'm, I'll just say it, a bowl of ice cream, some holiday cookies, it does the trick. Like as soon as you eat it, I feel myself calming down. Yep. Then I'm like, oh, this feels so good. I don't feel lonely, sad, frustrated, or tired anymore. I mean, the problem is that stuff works. Yeah, I've talked about it before on your show. Um, it, it's a UAC. It's called an underlying automatic commitment. And it happened when you were really, really young. Mom or dad or somebody, you know, gave you a treat uh, to make you feel better. And you continue to get treats to feel better. And as an adult, it's like, oh, this will make me feel better. And it does. It's temporary. For a few, yeah, it does. For a few minutes, it does. So this year, I was fortunate enough that I started my weight loss regime um, in September. So by the time I got to Christmas, I was already in a habit of eating a certain way. And this is the first year because I looked at myself, and I go, you didn't buy the stolen, you didn't eat this, you didn't have a Christmas cookie, you didn't want the dessert, like, I just didn't want to eat it. And it didn't have any wasn't calling my name. It was just crazy. And I'm like, wow, but I bought this um, president, I don't know if you have president's choice in these days, but they had this chocolate chip cookie pie came oh. out this year kind of look like a derby pie maybe chocolate chip and a derby and a butter tart mix or something if you know what those are anyway so I took it to an event um at my son's house and uh I just really wanted to taste this pie for some reason I had to taste this pie and I put it in the oven I didn't know how his oven worked so I put it in the oven for an hour and I got upstairs and the oven was cold and I'm like what okay now we have to wait another hour for this damn pie and my husband had to go home and I'm like I'm not going home to like taste this pie <laughs> and so i may i call my son i put your oven on i'm gonna have this pie anyway it was like 500 calories a slice if you cut it in six so 
I took like a really tiny little wedge of it and I tasted it and it was so overly sweet. I couldn't even eat it. And I'm like, I waited for this. Anyway, I was really glad that I didn't like it, but I would have liked it last year. Last year, I would have gobbled it up. This year, I don't know. I, I wasn't interested, but I think that that's the mindset and the habit. I got into a habit of eating a certain way. And I think that's the key. And, and you see success and you go, yeah, success breeds success in any area of your life, right? So um, if, if you want to start your weight loss journey this year, start tomorrow. Don't wait for New Year's Day, the day after. Right, or, or start today, start making changes immediately. And, you know, one of the things, Frankie, I'd like to thank today, I'd like to thank our sponsor, you know, as we talk about weight loss goals for 2021. And, you know, I can't believe it's 2021 right now. First of all, I thought like 2020 would never end. It was like the year I that ended. Oh my God. But I'm actually really hopeful about the new year. And as we talk about coaching and therapy and, you know, changing our mindset around food, um, I, I just want to say to you, Frankie, I'm so thankful to be coaching with you. And I'm also thankful for my therapist because both of you have been, you know, helping me not only throughout this pandemic, but also to be grateful for everything I have in my life and to make changes. And one of the things that I really recommend you guys is Talkspace and Talkspace lets you send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist in the Talkspace platform 24 seven. And, you know, Frankie, we were just talking about when, Mm -hmm. when cravings strike or when, you know, when, you know, we want, you know, we're lonely or we're sad or we're hungry, you know, we want to eat something. So with Talkspace, you set goals with your therapist and they hold you accountable and make sure you're really progressing and therapy can really help shift your perspective. I mean, right. We just talked about, you know, ways to shift your perspective, to find tools to cope in difficult times and really be a guiding light. And, you know, my therapist gives me practical advice that really has changed my life for the better. And I'm so glad that I found Talkspace and got the support I need. And you can too. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match yourself with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code MILITARYMOM to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's MILITARYMOM and Talkspace.com. And, you know, Frankie, this is really important for our military families. Talkspace is secure. It's secure and private. Mm -hmm. And it uses the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information. And it complies with the latest HIPAA regulations because those things, you know, they're really important that we're we're very important secure and, you know, talk space, you can talk about everything with your therapist. And I know with me at the root of my eating issues, a lot of times is not feeling enough. Like I don't feel I'm enough. I don't feel like I did enough. I don't feel like I am enough. And then I feel bad. And then I reach for something, you know, comfort eating. And that was a big part of my weight gain. And it took me like whatever, a year and a half to kick my diet Coke hamburger habit, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like whenever I get a new client, I'd get stressed. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. And then I would go to McDonald's or go to Burger King. And as soon as they would hand me that big, like diet drink. But you know what, Sandra, I think, you know, we talk, you talk about freshman 15. I think everybody had a, had a COVID 15 this year or COVID 20, everybody I talked to myself included. I mean, the beginning of the, the last year, you know, January, February, March, boy, I was eating, eating, eating chips and cookies and cake or whatever I could find because I was so stressed out from COVID and and worrying about it. And are we going to die? And is it a pandemic? And oh my God, you know, uh, we all, everybody ate and we were home to do it. 
You know, right. so there was no going anywhere. You're, you know, we're, I'm in lockdown. Like, there's no going anywhere. I, I think you're still in lockdown, aren't you? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, you're sitting at home, you're working from home. It's very easy to go to the fridge or go to the whatever. And therapy, you know, a lot of people think of therapy as, as, as um, something for crazy people or something that, you know, only other people need, you know, everybody needs to talk to somebody. Everybody could use a, a, a sounding block, you know, somebody to bounce things off of. That's all therapy is. It, it's kind of hearing yourself talk and then hearing yourself talk and going, okay, yeah, I, that, that thinking needs to change or, or change, I'll change that perspective. That's all it is. It's nothing, you know. Yeah, but the person or... is, the other person is, is skilled in helping you and they don't have a vested interest in keeping you fat. Like a couple of my friends had a vested yeah. interest in keeping me fat because they like to eat. They like to go out and eat and drink. And that was our Friday night thing. And then when I started getting yeah. healthy, I didn't want to go with them anymore. And they're like, come on, come on. You don't have to eat anything. And then while we're there, come on, have a chip, have a drink, have a this, you know, and, yeah. and you know, a therapist doesn't have a vested interest in anything but your goodwill. Um, right. You know, Frankie, I want to take a minute right now to thank our sponsor. Our sponsor today is Best Fiends and they were with us all 2020 and they've renewed for 2021. So I'm nice. really grateful for them. And, you know, we got to play this game together because of <laughs> these ads and you laugh because you know what I'm going to say. Like we, I know. All of 2020. And now Frankie is in Los Angeles, or I'm in Los Angeles. Frankie's in Toronto. We don't get to get together because we're different countries, different everything, but we play the same best fiends game. And, you know, Frankie life is about connecting to something bigger than our day-to-day -day worries, you know, like family, community, even you, you and I connect over it, but you know, there's yeah. certain moments like this Christmas, the kids got flarp. And they had a flarp board. It's like this sticky, it makes a farting noise. You stick your finger in it. But they, of course, are 14 and 17 year old boys. So they started whipping it at each other. Well, then they went yeah. to bed and that stuff is like cement. Like I can't get it off my walls. Oh my like, God. And, you know, my walls are textured. So I am really mad. And then, you know, I could have screamed at them, but I picked up my best fiends. You know, it's a five-star rated mobile puzzle game and you cannot put it down. And you and I talk about this because we compete. Yeah. 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 You can't put it down. And it's so, but for me, it's like, it, it, it's like very relaxing. It's better than food. You know, it's like, I'll sit there and I'll play the game and I'll play it for an hour and that'll be it. Uh, and I, you know, I tried to find other games like it, but I couldn't. I the other one seems silly. Like, and I started playing this game with you because they were a sponsor. <laughs> Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, it's fun. It's fun. And everybody should try it because it's, you know, at first you think, uh, but you know what? It's challenging. It's a puzzle. It's you. It's strategy. There's a, you know, a little bit of stuff involved in it, and it's fun. Well, and I like that it's 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 challenging, but it's not frustrating. Like the music yeah. is good. The characters are cute. Um, I play cute. it a lot. I find myself playing it. Like I have to wait for my dad when he has his appointments at the VA, or maybe we're waiting for his prescription at Rite Aid. You know, I sit in the car, and yep. sometimes if I'm in the medical center, I can't get a signal, so I can't use my phone. And what's great about this game is you don't need a data package to play. You don't need to have a signal, so you can play it anywhere. And um, I'm over. 250 levels now and I play it not only with my kids I play it with you I play it with my 49 year old sister my 23 year old niece so you know it's good for everybody and with yeah. over 100 million downloads this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play and Frankie and I I love seeing your name in there you know because it's like yeah we're there it's like we're playing together even though we're not yeah 
yeah, I know. I love it. And I send you gifts and you send me gifts and it's fun. It is fun. So download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Download Best Fiends free today, Apple App Store. You'll be glad you did. You could join me and Frankie. We have a lot of fun with this. And I really do get a lot out of the Slugmageddon's. You like, you know, like when you, you connect yeah, a bunch of things and it like goes pow, 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 oh, pow, my pow. Like he's like, boom, 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 boom. And his head's going either way. I think that helps me get out my frustration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's but fun. it is a good tool, you know, and it's, it's something that doesn't, you know, as we talk about weight loss today and we talk about our weight loss goals for 2021, it's a really fun, um, you know, it's a really fun way to substitute eating to feel good. You know, one of the, um, one of the things I, I committed to doing this, this year, cause I, I wrote down my goals as well. I wrote them down about two weeks ago for 2021. And one of the things I'm going to be doing is going out and speaking. And I'm going to, um, uh, I just lost that train of thought, but I wrote down my goals and I'm going to go out and do something. <laughs> See, this is, this is what happens sometimes when you get old. Um, and, and I had a really important point to make. Go, you talk and I'll, it'll come back okay, to me. Please. I will talk about like, you know, when we make our, our, our plans for 2021, one of the things that know. you taught me was how do I want to feel? And you taught me this mm -hmm. about like in a dating thing when you're like, well, you know, when you think about dating someone, you know, you're putting all these mm -hmm. things down of like, you know, handsome, smart, funny, rich, like who doesn't want that? Um, but then you're like, how does it make you feel? And so one of the things when I was doing my intentions, I don't do resolutions, I do intentions for this year was to yeah. think about how do I want to feel? And it was, I want to feel peaceful. I want to feel joyful. Mm -hmm. I want to feel contented. And then that led me to write a list of things that make me feel contented. And then I came up with, and I put this at the beginning of my planner, 10 things that if I do in the day, I will feel contentment. Like I will feel happy. I'll feel joy. Excellent. Feel peace. And it was meditation, journal, uh, video games, you know, cause they do, they yeah. work for me. Um, yeah, I have to find them over here. I can get them for you and look at them. But, you know, it was really cool going here. Here we are. Okay. Um, meditation, journal, video game, eight hours sleep, uh, journal, take a bath, ride my bike and take a walk. Like, nice. yeah. So, I mean, all of those are simple things. They don't cost anything. If I do those things every day, I feel good. And, yeah. and I wouldn't have thought about how to plan my new year and how do I feel if it wasn't for coaching with you. And we talked about values too. And, and that comes in, that's part of that value is, you know, what do you value? What are, what's in alignment with the things that are really important to you and how, um, how do I want to feel? Because in relationships in in work in anything that you do, you know, you want to feel supported or loved or, or uh, secure. Um, there's all kinds of words that, you know, I can come up with, but those are things that maybe you want to feel. And if that's how you want to feel, then you need to make sure that, you know, you find the person that does it, the job that does that, um, and you're in the right position that does that. What I was going to say before, when I made my my um, my my list, was that you have to be because I talk to entrepreneurs, and I know how delicate it can be to think of things that you want to do or create this year. Um, it's important to know who and who not to share those things with, and until oh, yeah. they're almost cemented, I I, I would. I wouldn't share them with anybody except maybe a coach or a therapist. And the reason I say that is because there's so many people who 
don't have the same mindset or risk taking um, factors and abilities that you might have and aren't as creative as you might be. And so they see those things as um, silly or unimportant or impossible to do. You know, we know that they're viable, but so I, I, you know, I just suggest that unless it's something you're very strong, unless you're a very strong person, like don't share, don't share those ideas um, or business ideas or things with some, with other people, uh, even, even in your family, because they just might not get it and they might stop you from, you know, creating and having um, the outcomes that you're looking for. And I think it's really important. Um, and it happens all the time, all the time. Uh, well, I call them corn killers. Like, you know, we, yeah. we, you know, when, when little corn shoots come up out of the ground, they're like these little beautiful green tender plants and they're so pretty and they're so cute and sweet. And I remember my brothers, every once in a while, they'd like to stomp on one. I'm like, you know, why would you do that? Like they're boys, but those are the corn killers in our life. Like you, you come up with an idea and maybe it's not fully formed yet. You know, maybe you haven't thought it through, or maybe it's a little off and it hasn't had a chance to grow up yet. You don't Mm -hmm. want well-meaning friends and families to stomp on it, you know, and that's what they do because maybe they're in a bad mood that day. Maybe they don't want to grow or change. They just don't understand. Yeah. They don't want to grow or change and they don't understand about birthing things like companies or ideas or um it seems silly or or to them or, or a waste or, of time a waste of time or impossible and yet for a, if you sat with a group of entrepreneurs you know in a think tank they'd be like yeah that's awesome i love that idea you know and let's and you can even do this and you can even do that but it's a different mindset of people and and so you know just just watch who you share with Well, yeah, I remember like, you know, in in my early, early, um, late teens, early twenties, I was working a lot with the Marine Corps, you know, and I was running their fun runs and running their toys for tots. And I remember when I was graduating college and I was leaving that post, you know, to, to go on and and work for Disney. And I was telling my friends, like, I don't know what I'm going to do without all this like Marine Corps stuff. Cause I, I'm not going to be doing it anymore. And they're like, Oh my gosh, you're going to go on and you're going to go this, you're going to do that. And I'm like, well, I'm thinking maybe I'd like to continue the toys for tots. I would really like to continue the toy drive. I could do it at a private grassroots level. And most of my friends, if not all of them kind of laughed at me and they said, just let it go. Let it go. That part of your life is over, you know, make new stuff and blah, 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 blah. And I, you know, and I was quiet. I remember just sitting there like, cause it was really important to me. And so yeah. I quietly went and then I moved and then I started it. And, you know, now whatever, 33 years later and over a hundred thousand toys collected at a grassroots level and, you know, probably $50,000 or more, you know, and huge events, you know, huge events that I've done. And not only have I done them, Frankie, and enjoyed them and loved them, they've led to business, to friendships, to opportunities. Like, so all those corn killers couldn't see the vision that I could see. Now, granted, I probably didn't express it properly, you know, because I was nervous and hesitant and it probably came out all wonky and stupid. So no wonder they poo-pooed it. But yeah, but when you're 18 or 19 years old, you don't think about doing things for other people all the time. Like that's not 
you're thinking about partying and, you know, or maybe you're thinking about getting a new job or something. You're not necessarily thinking about, you know, the kind of thing that you, that you had in your heart, but that's who you are. It's part of your value system. I mean, you, you did the toys for tots, you gave out bread, you made homemade bread and you gave it out to families this year. I mean, that's who you are, Sandra. You know, that's right. part it's of your value system. But so I didn't it know that. Good. I, you know, I didn't know that at the time. I knew I liked helping and I knew I liked doing things. And I knew that, you know, the things that were given to me, the gifts that were given to me innately lined up perfectly with it, you know? And, and you so, know, when you, when you create, when you do an event like Toys for Tots and you create an event like that um, and you're good at doing it, there's a real deep satisfaction from that. There is. You know, deep, there's a deep satisfaction. And, and so that's just as good as eating a tub of ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> maybe <right>. better. <laughs> True. Well, it's funny, you know, you you mentioned that because I think about like, you know, when I when I got divorced, I had to kind of rebuild my life like anyone and and plan and <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, let a lot of things go. And one of the things that I had to deal with was the loss of stuff, like the loss of the cars, loss of the house, loss of this, loss of that. And that was really yeah. painful. And that did, you know, thankfully I was so sick to my stomach from the divorce. I didn't eat, you know what I mean? So I lost weight, yeah. but yeah. one of the things that they couldn't, you know, divorce or a death or anything like that can't take away the contributions that you've given to people. Like, yeah. you know, when I felt at my worst, you know, with my divorce and my mom dying at my lowest point, I thought, well, you know, at least I've raised, you know, I don't know, at the time it was like 60,000 toys. Like I could hold yeah. on to those things and go, all right, I still have some redeeming quality, you know, because our minds go all wacky. And that's yeah. one of the things like when you, when you do your planning, go back to your planner. This is what I did, Frankie. And I read through my old planner from 2020. And I started to notice like some clients cancel a lot. So I didn't put them on my priority service list this year. And then I, mm -hmm. I noticed, you know, like just, I noticed a lot of things about myself, like that certain jobs that I'm going to delegate, I'm switching jobs around in my company for my employees a little bit. And I asked them what they'd like. What do they like and what they don't like? And we found that we could shift between two of my employees and they could shift jobs and enjoy it. Nice. You know, so I think, you know, looking at your planner and going, what did I not enjoy? And there's stuff that kept pushing from day to day. Like I didn't get it done. Didn't get it done. Didn't get it done. Yeah, so. And so I started seeing some trends in my planner that gave me insight into my own life. Something that I wouldn't even know just by reading my old planner. Yeah, that's good. Really good. I mean, you're very, you're very good at reflection and, and, and taking information and analyzing it. Like a lot of people aren't analyzers, you know, you're a good analyzer. Um, but just, you know, just the things that you, that you, that you're going to put on a vision board. And even if you didn't do a vision board, imagine that you did do one. And what would you put on that board? And what things, you know, would you carry forward from what you've been doing this year or five years ago um, into the now? You know, like since I was nine years old, I always wanted to be on the radio, always. And, you know, I forgot about that dream for a little while and, until I was teaching coaching and, and one of my students said, do you want to be on the radio? And I go, yeah, I do. I sent away for records. I was nine years old. I sent away for records from National Institute of Broadcasting to be on the radio. So that was a dream I've had a long, long time, you know, and and it still fulfills a good part of me. You know, it's it's. 13 years this year, I've been doing radio. And so it, it really, you know, um, makes me feel good. And there's other things that are in my life that are constants and will always be there. And, but I have 
a great desire for change and new things to come into my life too. So, you know, challenge is a big part of that. I need a challenge and I need a change. So you keep some and you, and you grow others. Because, yeah. you, you know, if you stagnate, it's, that's not good. You have to grow. Well, and you know what I found funny this year, Frankie, I did a vision board in December, early December, and I'm actually doing another one. You know why? I did the vision board and I hung it up and I'm like, this is like five years from now, a vision board. Like I had my next house, like when my kids graduate high school, you know, I've got three more years and I'm like, I did a great vision board for like five years from now. And, you know, I kept looking at it going, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with all the things I wanted, but I knew I didn't want them now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I went back and I, I dug all the magazines out of the box, you know, and I started going through them again and I'm putting together a vision board for 2021. Cause I think sometimes our dreams are great and they're far off, but like, I don't want to sell this house in 2021 and move back East in 2021. I want to do that maybe 24, 25, you know, right. and I think yeah. I, you know, yeah. So if you don't like your vision board or your vision board doesn't sit with you, you know, make another one. Well, you know, business planning, you always look at, at the five years, right? But in yeah. personal planning, uh, you just want to do something for this year. You don't have to go five years out on a vision board. And you know what? You don't know the universe can bring you something today. It could bring it to you in 10 years from now. There's no time limit on, on that. And that was the other thing about time limits. You know, you... Uh, you mentioned that you put a date to something that you wanted to do. And, you know, there's a saying that it's just a daydream until you put a date to it. And once you, once you put a calendar date to it, now it's becomes something that's officially going to happen. Yeah. That's and that's thing. important. I know. Like I was going through the smart goals, you know, like smart, yeah. measurable, achievable, you know, and I'm like, God, you got to put a date to it. Yeah, the yeah. one thing that, that, that I have a hard time with. And, you know, this is like, you know, our radio show turns into my personal coaching, but um, <laughs> is when I put dates or times to things or values, I end up feeling like I'm a failure if I don't hit it. Like, you know, like, let's say I want to make a hundred thousand and I make 99,000. I'm not happy that I made 99,000. I'm mad that I didn't make a hundred thousand because that was my goal. Oh, I think that's target. pretty damn close, man. I would not be mad at that, but you know, with a date, a date, if you say I'm going to do this in by March and you don't do it by March and you're way off, let's say you're like way off, like it's going to happen in August. Now there's something about that that says you're, you're not that interested in doing it. Right. You know, the, the priority of that has gone down, down, down. So you have to be able to change the priority and, or um, look at that and go, you know, that's unrealistic. I really don't want to do that. I don't know why I said I wanted to do it, but I don't want to do it. But if you said you want to make a hundred thousand, you made 99,000. That's like making a hundred thousand in my book. Okay. See, that's yeah. the thing I need to, you know, we need to, I need to change my way of thinking. Yeah. One of the things, like I went back and I looked at my, you know, and that's why I did intentions this year and not, not resolutions and goals mm -hmm. because I did them last year. And then I got diagnosed with cancer in January. And then I had, you know, 11 months of treatment. I couldn't do the things I was, I couldn't produce at the level I was producing before that, but yet I still was holding myself accountable. Like there's no caveat in a resolution. Or yeah. yeah. Like, well, you know what? There's two, there's two different things to a goal, right? I mean, how important is it to you? 
you know, like you can, on a scale of one to 10, how important is it for you to do this? And on a scale of one to 10, um, you know, do you want to do it? I mean, there's two different components to it. And, and so I think, you know, when, when you say that you want to do something, um, like I want to learn horseback riding. Okay. You want to go horseback riding? Cool. Let's put that down. That's one thing that we want to do. But then on a scale of one to 10, how important is it to you that you do it? And maybe it's a 10 and maybe it's a one. So if it's a one, you go, okay, well, I guess it's not that important to me. And I'm going to let something else, you know, take its place. And you have to look at all of your goals that way. Um, because we have hopes and dreams and desires, but there's also, you know, how important is it? Yeah. yeah. So and, and, you got to look at those things. And things flex in importance. You know, what's really important to me one month, you know, like I know when I have, when my dad goes back to New York and I have one less person to care for, I have more creative energy. Like yeah. it just is. So I try to put my creative projects to like June, July, August, September, you know, when I have that, um, you know, I, I guess it's just, I, I'm, I'm feeling that 2020 was so upside down and wonky. You know, the things that I got done, I never thought I would get done. The things I didn't get done, I'm befuddled that I didn't. Like, it's just all ass backwards. You need to give yourself a break. And you know what? The the 2020 was all about health for you, I think. And everything else that you managed to, you know, run a business and run your family and do any of the stuff that you did while getting your treatments is and being in a lockdown and not having food in your neighborhood, you know, any and all of those things is a testament to, you know, your tenacity. Um, and good on you, you know, that, that you made it happen. You're still here. You're yeah. a survivor. I think in, yeah. all, in, in more than one way. Well, thank you for that. And I think that's why I have to, I have to ratchet back my thinking and my goal setting for 2021 and make it kinder. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, like we're our own, own, own worst enemies, but we also um, need to learn to look, view ourselves or look at ourselves as if we were somebody else that a friend that we yeah. would be a lot kinder to. Yeah. Cause like my never, never quit attitude. My Winston Churchill attitude is served me really well over the years, you know, but there's yeah. a, there's a flip side, like there's a duality to all these things, you know, that never, never quit means like, what do you do if you do get sick? Or what do you do? If you do get divorced, you find yourself a single mom, or you find yourself suddenly alone, you know, all of those things, a lot of those blanket rah-rah statements don't, don't account for those things in life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but then I have a whole big bag of excuses too. So, you know, like that's where, you know, like we're human, you know, and I'm like, I could blame a lot of this stuff on the cancer, or I could be honest with myself and say, did I really want to get it done this year? No, it wasn't that important. Right. That's it. And, you know, you, you can use that as an excuse too, but in your heart of hearts, you know, if it was or wasn't right. Right. And, and there was a lot of stuff that really wasn't this important because what was important was you looking after you. Yeah. Right. Priority. That was huge. Keeping a roof yeah. over our heads, taking care of the kids, taking care of my dad and myself. And then priority yeah. two was everything else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This year, you know, we got to look forward to hopefully um, the end of a pandemic, the end of the worst president in the world, <laughs> the end of like, 
horrible, horrible year. 2020 was a horrible year in so many ways, shapes, and forms. And all I can do is hope that 2021 is going to uh, bring forth, um, I don't know, rosebuds and whatever. Right. <laughs> it just, you, it just has to be better. Year. I mean, you yeah, know, there you go. like, you know, like I have great hope for 2021 um, because I slowed down enough and I, you know, I was looking at all the different planners out there, Frankie, and there's like a faith-based planner and there's a, you know, there's so many planners out there today and they're really fun because they all have sections in there for you to write yeah. what you're grateful for, or to write your prayers down or to write your insights down. You know, it's, it's no longer the day of the planner, which was just appointment, appointment, appointment. Cause I found out something interesting, Frankie, when I, I bought these three planners, you know, that I'm setting up for 2021 and I couldn't wait. So I started them in mid, mid December, you know, cause they give you the extra month anyway. Yeah, yeah. And so what I found was that I have this running to-do list and it's a to-do list planner. It's like, it says to do on one side, you get it on Amazon. And then on the other side, it just has notes. So you literally, it's not for appointments or anything like that. I have an appointment calendar, you know, a little book. Sure. And what I noticed was when I looked at my planner that I had been using, and then I looked at my running to-do list in this bound book, I'm like 90% of the things I do never show up in my planner. They never show up in my appointment book. Cause my appointment book, like, like, let's take an example, like colonoscopy, December 15th. Okay. Yeah. So it says colonoscopy, December 15th from one to two 30. Okay. What it doesn't say in there is find somebody to drive you, you know, go two days before and pick up the solution. Then, you know, don't eat from this time to this time and, you know, plan to be on yeah. the from this time to this time. Like I couldn't, you know, I couldn't believe how many things, and then, you know, arrange for somebody to pick me up. Like all of those things were to do's. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I had to get the crystal light, you know, the lemonade clear to put it in. That was a to-do list that was on the shopping list. So, you know, this little line entry in my journal, which was colonoscopy, you know, December 15th, one to yeah, turn into like a huge thing. Yeah. yeah this huge laundry list of stuff. And none of that was in my planner. So what I noticed, you know, in my to-do, my, my bound to-do book was that how much stuff I actually do during the day, how many stuff I accomplish. Like, you know, when I do Max's dental appointment and then, you know, prepay it and arrange for my dad to be there to sign the paperwork, like again, six tasks that are yeah. all scribbled on papers. Now I'm putting them all in one book. And so when I reflected back and I went, wow, I look at my calendar. Fun. Right. Well, yeah, I look at my calendar and my appointment book and my day planner looks like it's an easy day. Yeah. But when I look at my to-do list, I'm like three breakfast made, two dinners, you know, and a partridge. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog to the vet plus, you know, more dog bones. I mean, it, it just, it, it got, it gave me a perspective that I, I hadn't seen before. Yeah. And I bet any of us, if you kept the oh, to-do list. For sure like kept them in a pile, you'd be like, oh my gosh, there's where my time goes. That's where, there's where my energy goes. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to thank you for being our guest today. I want to thank, thank Best Beans and Talkspace for being our sponsors. We couldn't do this without them. And for those of you who are interested in, in 
trying different planners, go to YouTube and look at them. Like you can walk through them. You can see how people use them. And that really helped me not waste a lot of money buying a planner that wasn't going to work for me or I wasn't going to use it. So, and um, and change the, the resolution, like you said, to an intention because the resolution um, is a hard line in the sand and we too often fail at that. Yeah. Intention is, you know, gives you a little wiggle room. And also at that point you can change the priority of that intention if something else comes up. Right. Right. And things you can't control. And, And that way you too, when it's an intention, you don't walk away. Like I did feeling like I failed half my 2020 goals. Cause that's, that's really truly how I felt going into the end of this year. And that's, that doesn't, that doesn't serve anybody. No, but we know that wasn't true. (laughs) All right. Well, I want to thank you, Frankie Picasso for being my guest today. How can people find out more about you? Oh, uh, you can go to unstoppablefrankiepicasso.com and there should be some stuff there about me (laughs) or the good radio network, either or. Well, thank you for being my coach, for being my friend, for being my guest today. We'll be back again next week with another great episode. Thanks for spending time with us today on Military Mom Talk Radio. We've got more than 200 episodes available to you anytime on iTunes or at our website, MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. We look forward to another great conversation with you on Military Mom Talk Radio.